Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeO.com. And I am back with my NFL DFS contenders. My favorites. My top five plays for this Sunday. at Quarterback, running back, wide out, and tight end. Now be sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. So you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Normally, I would say follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman so you can get updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. I'm not going to have updates to these sim results because I will be on vacation. I'm not going to be around. This video is what you get. Apologies, but still follow me on Twitter because it helps me out a ton. And finally, let me know in the comments section who are your favorite options, a quarterback, running back, wideout, and tight end for DraftKings main slate this Sunday. We're starting it off at the tight end spot. Trey Burton, Hunter Henry, Robert Tanyan, Hayden Hurst, and Evan Ingram on the outside looking in. It's time to dive in. These are my top five tight ends for this Sunday. Now, if you're looking for a pay down option, this one looks pretty simple. Go to number five, Logan Thomas, 3,300, projected for 8.6 fantasy points. Uh, the football team, what up, what up, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Three and a half point underdogs. It's a 43 and a half point total. Uh, Niners, middle of the pack in pass defense. What you're doing here is you're rostering Logan Thomas because he's 3,300. It's really that simple. Most of this entire range looks almost the same. There's not a huge difference between Logan Thomas at five and Trey Burton at 10. We do have one guy at the top of the heap, which won't be a surprise. But if you need to pay down, this doesn't look like a problematic matchup. Go to Logan Thomas. Or you can pay up slightly, go to 5K, projected for 12.3 fantasy points. That is TJ Hawkinson, just slightly ahead of Logan Thomas. Uh, Seven and a half point underdogs against Green Bay, but a monster 55 and a half point game total. Green Bay's defense, not all that scary. 25th against the run, 18th against the pass in Football Outsiders DVOA. There's a small chance that Hawkinson goes crazy, goes for north of 30 fantasy points, but he just kind of feels pretty safe. 6.8% of the time he's in the optimal lineup. That's what I'm looking for. Comes in at number four. Coming in at number three, 4,500. That's Mike Gesicki. Uh, Dolphins taking on the Chiefs. Seven and a half point underdogs. 49 and a half point total. Unfortunately, Gesicki doesn't run the ball because this is the 30th ranked run defense. That's not going to get him anywhere. 13th against the pass. Pretty similar to Hawkinson. They're not separated by all that much. They have about a 1% chance of going for north of 30 fantasy points. He's just another guy at the top that I'm happy to rotate through. We, you know what you're getting out of Gasicki. You know what you're getting out of Hawkinson. You know what you're getting out of the next two guys I'm about to mention. Tight end is pretty cut and dry this week. You're either paying all the way up for the number one guy, or I think that you can justify 10 to 15 other people based on the correlation in your lineup. 
because number two is last week's hero, 6,800, projected for 16.2 fantasy points. It's Darren Waller, had a monster 200-yard receiving day last week. They're two-and-a-half-point dogs against Indy, north of 50-point fantasy total, or 50-point game total, rather. This is the fifth-ranked pass defense in pass DVOA. It's a tough spot for Waller. That's why you're seeing him come in a little bit lower than normal. Now, he has the ability to go nuts. 30 fantasy points or more, 5% of the time. That's significantly higher than Gasicki or Hawkinson. We're talking about a different tier of tight end here. I love getting to Waller. 6,800 is not a problematic price tag. However, if you're spending up a tight end, there's clearly a better option. And that option is my number one. 12% of the time in the optimal, 50% higher than Darren Waller. 7,400. We're going to Travis Kelsey. He's the best tight end in football. 19.2 fantasy point projection at Miami. Touchdown favorites, 49.5 point game total. Now Miami's pass defense is solid. They are sixth in the league. Not all that great against the run. I'm hoping that the run can open up the pass a little bit more. But we're talking about a guy with elite talent. 14% of the time, Travis Kelsey goes for north of 30 fantasy points. That's all I need to know. 12% of the time in the optimal, significantly higher than everybody else at tight end. This is my guy. If you've got the money, you want to pay up for Travis Kelsey. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't already know. Now we transition over to the wide receivers and much like tight end, we've got one guy clearly ahead of the rest of the pack. But for now, T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, and Denzel Mims round out the bottom of my top 10. Now we go to number five. Don't know if he's going to be in or not, but I'm projecting him in for right now because it's easier. 6,300 for Chris Godwin. Uh, still coming back from the bum hand, finger, whatever it was. Something, one of, one of these digits is, is messed up. 16.1 fantasy point projection if he's on the field, taking on Minnesota. Six and a half point favorites with a 51 and a half point game total. Ninth against the pass. It's kind of a tough spot. You know, Minnesota is solid, but... I like Godwin's chances here, especially in a PPR format. I like him a little bit less on FanDuel. 12% of the time, he can go for north of 30. 11% of the time, he is in the optimal lineup. It's also possible that he is not playing this game at all. Keep your eye on the news. If Godwin is out, bump up some bucks. Then we go to number four, slightly higher than Godwin, 6,100. That's Devontae Parker, projected for 16.1 fantasy points. Again, this matchup with the Chiefs, seven and a half point dogs, almost a 50 point game total. A middle of the pack pass defense, you're not worried about it, but he is just the guy in Miami. Uh, he's going to get most of the focus in the passing game. If it's not him, it's Gasicki, who we've already mentioned. 12% of the time, he goes for north of 30 fantasy points. 11% of the time, he's going to be in your optimal lineup. It's a really flat wide receiver core today, this week. Uh, we've got one guy at the top, and then everybody's pretty bunched together. There's not a lot of separation. You're going to want to pay very close attention to public ownership and the way that the rest of your lineup correlates because there's just not the separation you normally have in some of these guys. Coming in at number three for 6,700, back to the football team. Give me Terry McLaurin, projected for 17.5 fantasy points, which I might have said, but I might have said the salary. I already can't remember. My mind is like a goldfish. 14.6% of the time, McLaurin's going for north of 30. This is a pretty good spot for him. Uh, middle of the pack, Niners defense. The problem is this game total is not as high as you would like it to be, but three and a half point dogs, they should be throwing the entire time. 43 and a half point total is not ideal, but... McLaurin is the dude on their offense. Uh, he's been fantastic this season, and that's enough to push him to my number three spot. If you get one of those north of 30 fantasy point days, I'd be very happy you have Terry McLaurin. But there's two guys ahead of him. 
First of which is Robbie Anderson. He's 6,200, projected for 17.5 fantasy points. Carolina taking on Denver. They're home. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. There's a 47-point game total. I'm hoping that the run can open up the pass. Pass defense for Denver, actually seventh in the league. Robbie Anderson is just like Mr. 13%. 13.6% chance of going for north of 30. 13.7% chance of going for less than 10 13.8% chance of being in the optimal lineup. Now that's enough for two, and you can see that's a nice little step ahead of Terry McLaurin, but he's not even close to the guy in the number one spot. Because without question, number one, 18.1% of the time in the optimal, it's Devontae Adams, 9,300, well worth the price tag, projected for 25.5 fantasy points. Monster total, 55.5 game total. Arguably the worst defense in the league, 28th against the run, 29th against the pass. Adams goes for north of 30, 38.5% of the time. This guy is just hanging fantasy points every single week. He's involved always. He's become like one of the most lethal uh, red zone threats. This dude inside the five is catching touchdowns like crazy. This is the guy you need to have. He's well worth paying up. I want to have him in cash games. I want to have him in everything. Devontae Adams looks fantastic. It really doesn't get much better than Adams at wide receiver this week. Now, running back is a lot different. Uh, This is pretty flat straight through. I don't have anybody that's truly separating from the pack like we've seen with Kelsey and Adams, but Devontae Booker, Ronald Jones, Christian McCaffrey, welcome back. David Montgomery and Miles Gaskin round out my top 10. This is who comes in at number five. Number five, we've got the guy that I feel like I recommend every week, James Robinson, 7,500, 18.7 fantasy point projection. They're taking on Tennessee, the 30th ranked pass defense, which I think is interesting because they're big dogs, but they're going to be throwing the entire game and Robinson is involved in that. And 15th against the run is not exactly something to worry about either. North of 50 point game total. The game script should fit Robinson no matter what. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points 13% of the time. And you can see it's a slight step up over Gaskin at six. Shows up in the optimal 11%. We're bunched in here, but I still like James Robinson and that's why he's one of my favorites at running back. Now we go to number four, just a hair ahead of James Robinson, 7K for Austin Eckler, taking on Atlanta. Just shy of a 50-point game total, but a really even matchup. Going to be involved no matter what. 19th against the pass. You guys know how involved Austin Eckler is in the passing game. Should see a ton of targets here. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points, 10.6% of the time, and shows up in the optimal in 11%. That's really good for this week, but he's also just not all that awesome like 80% of the time. It's a really difficult week for running backs, but I like leaning on guys like Eckler who can be so involved in the passing game that the floor just automatically rises. If he gets in the end zone, even better. That's what pushes him into the monster, monster games. Hasn't been fun so far this year. 6,600 for Ezekiel Elliott, 17.1 fantasy point projection, but the matchup is Pretty solid. At Cincinnati, Cowboys are actually favorites. It's a low total, but they're three and a half point favorites against a team that ranks 21st against the run and 28th against the pass. I'm having trouble recommending him for like a monster ceiling game. Only goes for north of 38% of the time, but I think his floor is really high in a matchup like this. Should see a lot of work in the passing game, a lot of work in the run game. 12% of the time we'll see Zeke be in the optimal lineup. And it's just rare to see someone like Ezekiel Elliott with his talent profile be 6,600. I really like the value against the Cincinnati team that really doesn't have much to offer right now. Now, if you're looking to pay up a little bit, 8,700 for Derrick Henry is not too shabby. Tennessee, 
taking on Jacksonville. Jacksonville stinks. Tennessee, seven and a half point favorites in Jacksonville with a 52 and a half point game total. Jacksonville, terrible against the pass, which doesn't really help Derrick Henry, but still just 23rd against the run. He should gut these dudes. The game script fits him. It's perfect. If he gets in the end zone in the first half, look out because you could be in for a monster second half on Derrick Henry if he is just churning and churning and churning don't be surprised to see 30 carries of him just being a full-on workhorse goes for north of 30 fantasy points 22 percent of the time 12.1 percent of the time he's in the optimal that's enough to put him at two but not enough to put him in one because the number one running back on the slate gets the best matchup of the slate 7600 18.8 fantasy point projection for aaron jones at Detroit, game script, perfect. Seven and a half point favorites and a 55 point game total. 28th against the run, 29th against the pass. Aaron Jones is just going to be out there for all of it. Whether he's trying to take down just carry after carry in the second half, running out the clock because they're smashing, great. If he gets those early touchdowns, great. He's going to be involved in the passing game as well. They rank 29th, great. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points, 16% of the time. That seems pretty outstanding to me. And his floor, massive. Only goes for less than 10 fantasy points, 6.6% of the time. That makes me feel really safe. I love the spot. I love everything about it. Aaron Jones is without question my number one running back for week 14. I think I'm right at 14. I can't keep track of weeks anymore, man. Coronavirus is crazy. Now, before we touch on the final piece of this, the quarterbacks, one last reminder, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. I apologize for not having updates as we get closer to lock, just not going to be around. But if you can, please follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. The updates will be here in the future. Now we transition to the quarterbacks. And if I'm being honest, it's a pretty gross week for quarterbacks. Everybody looks super similar. You don't really need to read in too much to the differences between someone at two and someone at nine. Let the running backs and the wide receivers dictate your exposure. Bridgewater, Mullins, Rivers, Tua, and Matt Ryan round out the bottom of my top 10. Let's transition to the final top five of the video. Number five, 6,600. I'm going to Taysom Hill. 21.6 fantasy point projection taken on Philly. They're seven point favorites in Philadelphia. That's not a great sign, at least not for Philly. 44 point game total. Philly's solid against the run. They're 12th, but 24th against the pass. I think that opens up pretty nicely for someone like Hill, who you don't expect to throw a ton, but you'd love to get the bad matchup at the very least. You're hoping to get him in on the ground. A couple rushing touchdowns if you can. Goes for north of 30 fantasy points 17% of the time, but because quarterback is so flat, he's only in the optimal 5.6% of the time. Not a huge amount of separation from, say, him and Nick Mullins. You just got to make it work. I don't really love stacking him all that much either. So naked Taysom Hill at 6,600 seems fine to me. Number four matchup helps out a ton here. 6,700 for Ryan Tannehill at Jacksonville. Big favorite, seven and a half points. 52 point game total. Love it. Passing game's terrible. 31st against the pass per football outsiders DVOA. He's going for north of 30, 19% of the time. But again, you get so many guys in this range that it's easy to go a different direction. You're really not looking to get to Ryan Tannehill if you have Derrick Henry. Obviously ranks high at my running back spot. But you could stack up Tannehill, throw all over Jacksonville, and put together a really nice stack. So I love getting to Tannehill at 6,700. He's not all that far behind from the, guy, the three guys ahead of him. But Tannehill, one of my top five. Now, this one feels obviously awesome with my number one wide receiver. That would be number three, Aaron Rodgers, 7,500, 24.8 fantasy point projection. This game is at Detroit. So indoors, 
big favorite, monster total, the 28th ranked run defense and 29th ranked pass defense. It doesn't set up any better for Aaron Rodgers. 28 and a half point chance to go for north of 30. I mean, he can go for north of 40 on a regular basis here. I see no reason. We we could really see it like a 25 of 28 for 404 TD type game out of Aaron Rodgers. I love pairing him with Devontae Adams. Robert Tanyan looks good as well. This is just a fantastic spot. There's no way around it. Aaron Rodgers looks fantastic this week. And so does the guy at number two, 8,100. That would be Pat Mahomes, 25.3 fantasy point projection. Big favorites at Miami. 50-ish point total will work, but this is a tough pass defense. Mahomes transcends that. He's got weapons out the wazoo. Goes for north of 30, 30% of the time on the dot. He's in the optimal lineup 7.3% of the time. You know exactly what you're getting here. You're expecting two or three touchdowns at a minimum. You're hoping that maybe he can get in on the ground if possible. It's really, really difficult to contain Pat Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the league. Everybody knows this. He's always in play every single week. It doesn't really matter. And that's why he's at number two. It's not the best spot in the world, but it's certainly one that you should have a lot of. But in my opinion, my favorite quarterback for this week is Tom Brady of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 6,900, a very nice price, projected for 22.2 fantasy points, favorites against Minnesota, a 51.5 point game total, a slightly difficult defensive matchup. Minnesota is a top 10 pass defense in uh, DVOA. Brady goes for north of 30, 22% of the time. He's just a little bit more cost effective, and I think a little bit easier to stack as well. Some of his pass catching options are at a lower price tier. You can get to a really nice buck stack, and it's clearly uh, set up perfectly for runbacks, whether that's Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Justin Jefferson. You can bring a lot back in this game, and that's what's making Brady my number one quarterback this week. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NFL DFS contenders, my favorites, my top five plays at each position for DraftKings main slate this Sunday. Thank you guys for joining me. Best of luck on this slate. I'll be back again Monday morning for some showdown content, but good luck. Enjoy yourselves and uh, have a good one. I'm out of here. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.